0: Welcome to the Wellness for Black Girls podcast, a biweekly podcast that aims to empower millennial Black women on the holistic health journeys by moving through the dimensions of wellness. I'm your host, Tarion Yael, a certified health educator and clinical lab scientist. For more information, please visit wellnessforblackgirls.com. Well, I hope you enjoy listening to and learning from the podcast, please remember that it is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed healthcare provider. Now let's get into this episode. Thank you for joining me today for a bonus episode of the Wellness for Black Girls podcast. Today, we're going to discuss emotional wellness and self-care tips for those within the essential workforce. I want to start by dedicating this episode to all of those within the essential workforce, especially our healthcare workers. I also want to encourage all of those who've been negatively impacted by the effects of SARS-CoV-2, which we know is COVID-19. I know a lot of people are finding themselves navigating career transitions and feeling a sense of job insecurity right now, and I want to always be sensitive to what my listeners are going through. So please know that you have my prayers and thoughts throughout this time. I know it's been said many times before, but we will get through this. So, I had the idea for this episode because I'm a member of the essential workforce community. I currently work at the State Public Health Laboratory, and I have coworkers that have been processing and testing hundreds of COVID 19 patient samples each day, which has caused all of us on staff to make major shifts in our workflow rapidly. To help support this work. While we know this comes with the territory and we are thankful to be employed, if I can be honest, it has definitely taken a toll on each of us mentally and emotionally in one way or another. So I decided to put together this bonus episode to share some tips to help us nurture our emotional wellness during this time the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration states that the emotional or mental health dimension of wellness involves things like the ability to express feelings, adjust to emotional challenges, cope with life's stressors, and enjoy life. It also includes knowing our strengths as well as areas for improvement and living and working independently on while asking for and accepting help from others when we need it. And as a side note, for a lot of my listeners, and for myself included, I know that the last part of that definition is especially difficult for us to practice at times. But we know it's so necessary to be able to ask for and accept help when we need it, And we'll talk about that more in future episodes. But going back to the definition, I wanna focus on the part about adjusting to emotional challenges and coping with life stressors because this part rings especially true for all of us right now. One thing we know is that the burden of this pandemic in our country is especially heavy for black American workers. Listen to this writing by Devin Hawkins. He's an instructor of public health at the Massachusetts College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences. This is a piece that he wrote for The Guardian. So in this piece, he says that our careers often contribute to the racial and ethnic disparities we experience. Due to occupational segregation, Black Americans have often been disproportionately represented in industries and occupations that face the greatest risks of known occupational hazards, and the same seems to be true with COVID-19. Black Americans are more likely to be part of the essential workforce than other racial and ethnic groups. According to research from the current population survey, Black workers were more likely to be employed in essential services than white workers, with 37.7% of black workers employed in these industries compared with 26.9% of white workers. This disparity is even clearer when you look at the healthcare industry. Black workers are about 50% more likely to work in the healthcare and social assistance industries and 40% more likely to work in hospitals compared with white workers. Black workers are also more likely to work jobs that require close proximity to others. For example, Black workers comprise a disproportionate share of bus drivers and postal service workers. These are two essential occupations that require close contact with the public. Occupations that combine both hazards, high risk of infections, and close proximity to others, such as personal care aides, are also disproportionately filled by Black workers. Unfortunately, despite this high degree of risk, Black workers often have lower access to benefits that could potentially mitigate the risk or protect them if they do become sick. Although temporary paid sick leave provisions have been passed for some workers, Black workers have been less likely to be employed in jobs that provide paid sick leave. Black workers are also less likely to work jobs that allow for telecommuting. Hearing all of those statistics regarding the racial and ethnic disparities, along with everything else going on, that in and of itself is stressful. So how do we cope with the stressors? What can we do to nurture our emotional health and wellness during this time? Well, I pulled together some tips that I believe are useful and a lot of them are research-based. And of course, these tips are useful for everyone, but I felt that they are especially useful for those working in the essential workforce industries. So the first thing, um, I've divided these by while we're at work and when we're away from work. So for the first thing, while we're at work, take your breaks. Now, I know that the ability to take breaks can vary day by day and industry to industry. Trust me, I understand, but we have to try to take them when we can for me. If I cannot take 15 minutes, then I try to squeeze in five to 10 minutes. If I can't take an hour for lunch, I try to take at least 30 minutes or so. I know this is not ideal and we definitely do not want to make this a habit, but on those days that are really hectic, let's try to eat and and also hydrate ourselves regularly throughout the day as best we can. My second tip for while you're at work is if you experience or witness something upsetting, step away and allow yourself space to grieve, cry, or just breathe. During moments like this, I like to do a grounding technique that my therapist introduced me to a couple of years ago. You may have heard of it. It's called the 5-4-3-2-1 coping technique. So in a moment when you feel your mind racing with anxious or distressing thoughts, stop and pay attention to your breath. Try for slow, deep breaths. And then once you have your breath, bring your attention to five things you can see around you. This could be anything in your surroundings. Then bring your attention to four things you can touch tangibly. This could be something like the sun on your skin if you're outside or the ground under your feet. Next, bring your attention to three things you hear. It could be something like the hum of a fan in the background or any other external sound. Then bring your attention to two things you smell. And finally, bring your attention to one thing you can taste. This technique helps our minds focus on the here and now. Now, moving on to our tips for ways we can take care of ourselves while we are at home. The first thing is when you do get home from work, Take some time to decompress in a way that feels restorative. So this may be taking a hot shower or a bath, journaling, or calling a loved one for a quick chat. The next thing would be to maintain general health as best we can. By this, I mean the health and wellness recommendations we hear often, like getting plenty of sleep, finding ways to incorporate exercise when and where we can eating balanced meals and snacks staying hydrated and keeping up with personal hygiene so these are things that things that we would normally do we want to try to maintain those habits and, and try to maintain a sense of normalcy in our time at home as best we can so the next thing is if you've lived with your loved ones Spend time simply being present with them. And if you live away from loved ones, try to make it a priority to stay in touch with them. Consider scheduling regular phone calls or virtual chats during your off time. And the last thing I want to share is if you feel yourself in need of more help, more than just self-care that you do at home, Please schedule a virtual therapy session and or a telehealth appointment with your primary care provider, if possible, and let your provider know if you're having a difficult time. Ask for the help you need. Also, know that there are organizations that offer assistance with getting people connected with free or low-cost therapy options in your area, So these include helplines like 211 by the United Way and the NAMI helpline at 1-800-950-6264. Be sure to check the show notes for links to these services and other resources mentioned in today's episode. What I want to say about all this is that ultimately, Find things that feel restorative, calming and grounding for you. Today, I hope I provided some useful self-care tips for essential workers to practice during this time. And of course, these are things that we can all put into practice to help us care for ourselves during this time and during other times too. Please share this episode with the people that you love and care about. I have some great episodes lined up that I can't wait to share with you as we continue to move through the dimensions of wellness. Thanks for joining me on the Wellness for Black Girls podcast. For more information and conversations, check out wellnessforblackgirls.com. Please subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you fresh content.